cartoon about kids and their pet monsters and this episode there's like ghosts and shit <laughs> and like creepy people in masks yeah this that are episode, also ghosts this is a uh, silent digi hill like this episode is fucking weird yeah i'm surprised pyramid uh pyramid headmon didn't fucking show up at some point I, it's just there there's got to be like a pyramid mon, right? Like that's got to be a thing that exists. Oh, this way something, but it's probably not called that because that's even too simple for Digimon. I mean, they go to a pyramid, and I don't think they encounter anything remotely Egyptian themed. Well, now I have to draw a pyramid with eyes and sixteen belts on it. <laughs> that when it digivolves turns into like a sexier pyramid. Yeah, just a pyramid with boobs. Wait, I, can pyramids get sexier? In Digiworld, okay. anything is possible. Okay, okay, Joel, imagine this. Imagine a pyramid with two small okay, pyramids I'm, I'm on, the, on one of the faces facing you. <laughs> oh, hey, that's kind of <laughs> dirty. You see? you see? You see? I wasn't even imagining a pyramid having smaller pyramids as boobs. Why would you not? <laughs> how else would it not? work? Yeah, like, <laughs> Tyler, how could you not know the anatomy of pyramids? Come on. I'm sorry, I'm a terrible Digimon man. Just, like... I don't have the, like, enough of a damaged mind to think of good Digimon designs. This is why you have me on the show. <laughs> Someone truly it's a... terrible. It's okay, by the end of this podcast, you will be there. No, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so for the last, like, week, I have been just flat out addicted to Digimon Heroes. Okay. That sounds like a mobile game. Is that a mobile game? Yeah, it's yeah, a explain mobile it. game. Because I know you've been playing Cyber Sleuth. What is Heroes? It's a mobile game. If you've played Puzzles and Dragons, it's gotcha. pretty much that. But with gotcha. Okay. So it's one of the, like, a whole bunch of those mobile games coming out of Japan where it's, you have, like, a stamina bar that refills over time, and then you have to, like, fuse together your Digimon to level them up. Yeah. It's just addicting. Isn't that the opposite of how Digimon usually works? You level them up to fuse them? Yeah. Again, you're asking for reason and logic from Digimon. But, I mean, this has fusing and Digivolving. But Digivolving is kind of, like, completely fucking useless. What? Wait, what? At the very start of the game, it's like, here you go, have a Devimon. <laughs> so you start with, like, a Devimon. Um, wait! And I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep this Devimon. I'm going to Digivolve him to like a Myotismon and like all the way up to the top. Uh, I only just Digivolved him to a Myotismon. And the rest of my team are all mega level. 
that feels kind of like if you started playing something like, I don't know, Rust, and then as soon as you start, a little pop-up goes, here's an AK, go crazy. <laughs> I mean, he's not that good. Uh, still, but, but okay, fair enough. Like, So I say, like, oh, it gives you a Devimon. Immediately after the first fight, they have, like, their little tutorial about the, the pay-to-win money that you can buy. Yeah, of course. Uh, and like, here you go, have 300, go buy a, a random egg and see what you get. And I got Nanja Woman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So you got so is your, so is your team my is team your team just called Heaven and Hell? My <laughs> my original team that I started with was an Agumon, a Haguramon, a Devamon, an Anjuwomon, and I think a Tentomon. <laughs> oh, I kinda feel bad for the Tentomon. <laughs> and yeah, because you just you get like these random drop Digimon. Like I got a um a Bella Starmon, who is basically female Beelzemon. Okay. So I got her. And, and she like, just, like, like destroys roughly, like... everything because she's mega level. So with her design, uh, I'm guessing this, because I'm not looking at it right now, I'm waiting to be surprised. Roughly, like, say, between 70 to 90% of her, how much of it is cleavage? Uh, a bit. Not as much as you might think, though. She's more oh, like a biker talk- chick than... S- so not necessarily Rosemon. No, no, not approaching anywhere near Rosemon. <laughs> okay, <silly>. okay. <laughs> I don't. I would. I would go take a boy. Look, I don't I'm know. These... If I picked up my phone and started playing, I would not be able to stop. I just typed it into Google, and I'm seeing a lot of underboob here. Maybe the art in the game is different. To... <laughs> <laughs> Furious oh, typing. Wow. Yeah, I, 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 I want to it's, actually. It's okay, much, so we are... much worse in this art. Holy shit. Are we, like, literally less than 10 minutes in and we're already, like, Google Earring Search Digimon? Yeah, okay. I mean... I mean, that is half the show. I guess because in the game you can really only see from, like, boobs up. So you don't get to see <laughs> that Bella Starmon is wearing an upside-down bra. That's the most devious thing! She's wearing an upside-down bra. Um, I actually don't look at... Someone please show me this, because I don't know how to spell her name and I... Don't want this on my image search history. <laughs> right. I don't want to be incriminated, okay? Oh, wow! <laughs> <laughs> that is, like, okay. Like, wow. Yeah, from, like, collarbone up, cool. Everything below, nah, son. <laughs> yeah, is... She's just straight up not wearing anything. That is, like, um... From pants so, up. It's... okay... My joke about 70 to 90% of her being cleavage was actually kind of accurate. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't far off. Also, fuck you, that is way worse than Rosemont. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, if all you saw was from, like, boobs up, wouldn't be that bad. Rosemont is, is like, Bayonetta. This is like Bayonetta fan art. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you say that, and I was literally looking at this picture the moment you said that. <laughs> okay, for, for, the, for, the, for, the, for the listeners at home, this is literally just a picture of what is her name again? Uh, Bell Starmon. Bell Starmon and Bayonetta literally side by side with a "Who wore better" caption, and yep. yeah, that kind of gives you an example of the quality of design in this yeah. Digimon. She's a Digimon. This is just. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's pretty. This pretty is cool. like Frank Cho shit. Wow. Like, <laughs> God damn it. 
Okay, it's so it's pretty bad. So heroes, yeah. I I'm actually it's really addicting. Su- it's it's alright. I'm really surprised there is not a Digimon Atsume similar to Neko Atsume. Yeah. Is that the one we have to find the cats? Yeah, well the cat yeah, the street cats come to you after you feed them. <laughs> you you leave out food and toys, and then the street cats come and if you you know, uh, if you log into the game when they're there, you get a picture of them playing with the toys and add that to your photo album, and then uh they leave little treats for you if you leave them the toys they really like. So it's just contributing to the digital world stray problem. Yes. <laughs> but I kind of want that for Digimon just to see what That'd it's be like cool. because the the weird I only say it's weird we haven't gotten one yet because there's already been an official Kamen Rider Atsume before really? the Digimon one so it's like you're luring these costume Japanese superheroes to your backyard to give them treats which is even weirder. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, it's actually like so, it's actually it's, it's you're like luring a, them? But the people in the suits. Oh, I don't know, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, kinda like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like you're just. I don't know if you're luring them in the same way, but it's basically you're in like a setting where they're just hanging out, and you're leaving stuff for them, I suppose. So it's like so it's like the neighborhood kids are hanging out in your backyard and you're just bringing out cookies and brownies even though you don't know any of these kids. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kinda. So, so do you just like leave out like detective novels and then come and write a double just turns up and he's like hey, hope so. now. <laughs> I fucking hope so. Cuz that would be hilarious. Just leave out like um <laughs> Leave out like a uh, a steering wheel for a video game, and Drive just shows up. Like, oh wow, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> so, in actual Digimon news, uh, apparently they put up like a on the official website. They put up like an introduction to Try Three. Um, however, it, it's all in Japanese, <laughs> and you go to the English. What website, a shock! It, it's it's just not there. Like, there's a Japanese and an English version of the website. And so it's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, there's no English. Nice. Where someone yeah. translated, and I don't have the translation, but someone says it looks like Patamon is going to get infected. Well, yeah, of evil course he infection, is. Which makes me sad, because... I mean, Patamon always just gets so the raw end of it, like, all the time. I mean, you say that, but he turns into, like, God. Yeah, but that's, like, that's the... That's the cost. <laughs> it's. I'm pretty sure that canonically, Seraphimon is like the one Digimon that actually knows God. <laughs> Wait, Which... is it okay? Are we talking like is actual like God or is it like Digi God? Well, I'm not sure. There's a difference. Okay, no, that's fine. Just checking. I mean, there is a Digimon wiki entry for God. Is it just Rio? <laughs> or, was, or was Rio probably. or was Rio Jesus? Like that's probably what the last Tri movie is going to be about. It's like I think if Rio was anything, he'd be like Padamon the Buddha. Digivolves, <laughs> and he's like, "I'll introduce you guys to the digital god," and it's just fucking Rio like chilling out. <laughs> and everyone's just like, "I fucking quit." And then yeah, just home. like wait, this fucker like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
We can get check. into what the was episode. That, what was that time to Rio? And <laughs> time to Rio was around <laughs> 10, 12 minutes. Like 10 okay. minutes? Um, also, quickly, before we go into the actual episode itself, I found out something about Joshua Seth, um, the voice actor for Ty, that I didn't know about. Oh? I don't know if we've talked about his post-voice uh, actor voice acting career on the show no, before. No, no, we've talked about basically none of the actors' careers. Yeah. So, apparently he... Like, he retired from voice acting in 2005, although he has said if Saban were ever to request him to come back for, um, like, try, he'd be more than happy to. But Please. <laughs> I want this to be translated. I didn't know he was also a magician, but now formerly a magician, and is now a mentalist. Huh. And he has starred in four of his own TV specials in Japan and South Korea. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not just a bit-time guy, apparently. He's performed, like, in over 30 countries in 2,000 events to date as a mentalist. It's a bit of a strange, like, leap to go from cartoon voice actor to you say that, and mentalist. You say I, don't, you... I don't know, because, like, the only thing you need to do to be a voice actor is good voices. And, like, you could do a bunch of other stuff when you're not talking. They just seem like completely unrelated fields. But again, you say that, and yet I know for a fact. Uh, I again, I, I can never remember what I bring up on the show before or not. But listening to the um, commentary for uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, specifically the dub, their first voice actor for Toji, uh, Shinji's friend in <laughs> That's school. Right. Yeah, you told us yeah, about this. He ran away to join the circus, so <laughs> they had to circus. hire another. That's. This feels like a trend now. What is going on with voice actors? Specifically, ni- like nineties to two thousands voice actors, like just. I don't well, know. Maybe I want. I, maybe I want to see. Steve I hate J. to break Bloom's it to like you, but high wire trapeze act. Hate to break it to you, but there's not a lot of money in voice acting. I'm so... not saying there is, but I just kind of like that they go to join That's the circus. That's why voice actors do like everything. Yeah. That's why you hear the big yeah, name voice actors are in fucking everything. Yeah, because <laughs> they're really good at it, and it doesn't pay very well. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Travis Willingham is a really fucking good juggler. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, onto the episode. <laughs> uh, this Finally, is episode eleven, <laughs> the dancing Digimon. Uh, the Japanese title is The Dancing Ghosts Bakamon. See, I don't like either of those titles because the dub one buries the lead real deep. The <laughs> Japanese one just kind of gives away whatever twist there is for kids. But I mean, yeah, there Dancing is Digimon at least like, has alliteration. And there's yeah. about 10 seconds of dancing in this episode. Yeah, it's literally like, a, it's just a joke in this episode. Yeah. It's a single punchline. And, I mean, unless you count flying in synchronized circles to be dancing. I mean, it depends I, I who you think ask. that's the implication, yeah. There's more chanting and singing there is dancing in this episode. So much chanting. And, oh my god, these fucking songs, holy shit. They're so <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> oh my god, they're so shit. Moving uh, on, let's, let's go on with the episode. <laughs> so, the recap tracker, it's Mimi. So, I've given up any hope of there being any consistency to this. 
Yeah, there's no pattern. Um, and we open on Devimon, who is standing on top of a mountain talking to himself. I kind of like that in this, he's just soliloquizing to himself about- Is he just lonely? Yes, but this is very I think much he's like... I think he's updating his DMs log of, like, <laughs> yeah. what's happened and what encounters haven't been run yet. I like how because... he specifically names each of the Digi-Destined. I didn't know he knew their fucking names. Yeah, how so do it's... you know their names? So it's kind of weird to see, like, the devil going, yes, that pesky Joe. It's like, uh... <laughs> Curse also, Mimi for finding he... her friend Izzy. Is he supposed to be on top of the mountain right now? Like Something Infinity like mountain? that, yeah. Because then where the fuck is the castle? You know, the one he was in last episode that we didn't see last time? He remodeled. <laughs> really fucking quick. Well, I suppose it could just be like the mansion they went to. It's not a real castle. He just did it because it looks cool. Yeah, precisely. But like, yeah, <laughs> just, it's weird. I don't know. It just It's just weird, because I, I really actually didn't know if he knew their fucking names. He just knew him as a digital I mean, destined. He's been, well, what messes with me even more is... He's been watching them for a while, so... But what's weird is, isn't that he knows their names, it's that he cares. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Why would he give a shit? He's the devil. <laughs> like, he's just gonna kill these kids, what does it matter what their names were? Well... He could have killed them, and then he decided instead that flying beds would be a better idea. Well, no, in this case, this actually kind of works out almost, because Joe's bed apparently just landed in the goddamn ocean. <laughs> yeah, so he says that, uh, you know, his plans for Sora and Joe on the Buckamon holiday are gonna be, like, you know... It's so convoluted, it really is just like a the DM. Buckamon just... holiday? I mean, <laughs> Well, what? apparently it's Halloween. Digi-Halloween? Apparently, so I mean, I we, if there's a ghost to holiday, Joe that'd be it. And Gomamon, whose bed that they were flying on just landed in the ocean, so they didn't get to an island. Yeah, they got and nowhere. I, like, like Jesus I do have saying, to say, I, I feel like this would have been a better idea if you were trying to kill them rather than sending them to land where they can like. Why did he feel they need to split up the island? Why didn't he just keep the island whole and just chuck the beds into the ocean? Yeah. They probably get eaten by like a Waymon or something. <laughs> something. Oh well, um, we'll see what they, this, we'll see what happens. I love Gomamon throughout this entire episode. He's so good. This is for me when his actual stick finally clicked for me. Like okay, yeah. his like I finally felt his jokes were actually funny. <clears throat> so Joe's like, you know, being all woe is me. This is terrible. We're being all gonna Joe. die. And Gomamon is just like grabbing food out of his bag and eating it. And Joe's like, what are you doing? We're trying to ration the food. That means saving it for later. And Gomamon just says, yeah, but you told me that 20 minutes ago. I thought this was later. Sound like astute observation there, Gomamon. Yeah. And he says that, um, besides, if they run into any bad Digimon, he might need it to Digivolve. Which is a fair like, point. Yeah. We're in the middle of the ocean. What possible bad Digimon could there be? I don't know. What about that uh what about that sea monster that you saw a few days ago? Yeah. Which is some of those swimming point. around. I do You like literally face Joe... a two aquatic Digimon, Joe. You know there's shit here. <laughs> Joe goes to like throw up off the side of the bed. Probably because you know, he gets seasickness because he is Joe. 
He literally has every <laughs> ailment in the world. Gomamon gives him a back rub, and I just I love that shot. Just Gomamon just being like, <laughs> just it's this okay. weird, like seal creature with an orange mohawk, just giving his like human and partner, claws. Like, yeah. Um, so a crate, like a big old crate, just like shows up in the water and like bumps into their bed. And Joe's like, what the fuck is this? Well, no, they first, like, go, they start thinking there's food in there, and Joe lists off, like, at first, like, okay, sure, he's just lifting off food, but then he goes, like, cereal, and hot dogs, and soda, and I'm like... I think he's just delirious. He does sound, like, really delirious. He Not only is he hungry, and he's stuck with, like, a fish thing that seems intent on killing them both, mm-hmm. but... He just had, like, the worst day of his life. This is, like, a, the worst week of Joe's life. I mean, okay, like, let's just take the pass, I guess, in I this think, I think every I think every week is the worst week of Joe's life. Just to varying degrees. Yeah. Like, this, take stock of, I guess, is the past 24 hours in the in-universe. Joe, like, thought they found, like, some level of normality, some stability with a mansion, with food. With, like, amenities, like showers and beds, and it all got ripped away while he was asleep half-naked by the devil, who then split <laughs> yeah. the island they were on, which he hates, into multiple pieces, and then he got thrown on his bed into the ocean. Literally the devil, as well. <laughs> like, it's so great. Yeah, he's it not even, he's not the devil onto me, he's just like, literally the devil. We're stuck in this alien-ass island with monsters everywhere and we finally find somewhere to just have a rest and some food and oh by the way here's the devil this is like if at the end of that you know um young adolescent novel hatchet like he sees the rescue plate and then just blows up in front of him yeah it's i feel bad for joe but at the same time it's just like seriously dude deal with it. I mean, yeah, he's not, making the, be- he's not making it. the best of a bad situation whatsoever, even the, the most, like... But, back to this crate. Yeah, this because fucking crate. I have some serious questions about this fucking crate. <laughs> well, for, like, let's talk about what happens with the crate. So, they're like, oh, maybe there's food inside this crate, mm-hmm. and they go to open it, and they're like, how can we get this open? Uh, and then Ogamon explodes out of the crate. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like, and it's not like a different Ogamon. It's not like a seafaring Ogamon or anything. It's the same Ogamon. It's just Ogamon in a crate. And he like acts like this wasn't like a coincidence. And there was no previous scene of Ogamon being like shoved into a crate and they like got rid of him or anything. He's just in a crate. So this was, was this a plan. Part of Devimon's plan. I actually want to know. Ogremon in a crate. I feel I, like I feel like this. This feels more like something Ogremon would do to try to impress Devimon. Yeah. Or, well, considering how it turns out, which is like I just so, want to imagine Ogremon's going, "Hey, boss, I got a great idea. Just shove off <laughs> the crate. Now, just throw me off." I I don't really yeah. see what the point. Just throw me off. He would have okay. he would have had to have someone seal him in the crate because it's like it's sealed shut. It's yeah, not just... like they're, they're debating how to open it, and he has to actually yeah. burst out. It's not like he lifts up the lid; he bursts out. So he had someone nail that crate shut. Oh man, I bet your Ogremon got in that crate and was like, "Hey, hey, Devimon, close this up and toss me in the ocean." Everyone's like, "What? What are you talking about, man?" <laughs> I, 
And finally, and finally, Ogreman doesn't shut up about his finances. He's like, Leoman, just do whatever he asks. (laughs) I imagine even like it's it's the kid at the pool with the like just completely uninterested parent uh, sitting on the on the lounge chair nearby. Look at me! Look at me! Everyone! Everyone! I've got a great plan. That's great, Ogreman. No, no, seriously, seriously. Look, look, look! I'm gonna put myself in this crate. I'm gonna seal it shut. Uh huh. Yep. You keep you keep doing that. I'm gonna throw myself in the ocean. Yep. That's great. Wait, what? Yeah, he turns around just as the crate goes, yeah, plops into the ocean and floats off. (laughs) Wait a second. It's like, everyone was just like, huh? What happened? I actually have a question though. Where did he get the crate? The crate? Um. (laughs) Did he make it? See, that was actually actually a crate, Mon, that he killed and gutted. (laughs) Yes. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Makes more sense than anything else in this episode. That's true. He's just, yeah, I think um, I think that's uh, I think that's like the in training form of Cherrymon. <laughs> <laughs> so we get this. So the shot here is like Joe and Gomamon sitting on a bed while Ogamon is standing up in a crate and just like swings his club at them over Ogamon and over again. has amazing balance to not just immediately fall into the ocean. <laughs> this I like the scene where he he doesn't like swing it overhead he swings it side to side and they keep like jumping over it and ducking under it like six times in a row yeah before it finally clicks to Ogamon oh wait overhand <laughs> yeah so the bed gets smashed in half and Gomamon's like um he just says he uses his marching fishes which is, it just calls uh, in on his fish slaves. <clears throat> he only ever gets to do this when there's water nearby, because he doesn't really get a signature attack. That he has, can be he's he's old super friend Aquaman in that case. Yeah. Uh, and he hits Ogamon with the fish, and he's like, I'm not scared of any stinking fish. And then like two seconds later says, on second thought, that kind of hurts. <laughs> and then we get this really fucking bizarre scene. This is where Joe goes like super serious and he's like, What powerful force could cause this evil Digimon to be driven back and out muscled by a bunch of fish? And then, then Gomamon serious Gomamon also seriously says, When the small and meek join forces, they can often bring down the great and powerful. Like what? Was this, this is- Rise up rise up, kids, show? strike down strike down your parents. Become your own <laughs> become your own adults. I mean we theorized that Gomamon was Digi Hitler. <laughs> is he like a Digi communist? I'm okay with that. Yeah, maybe he's more. Maybe he's more Digi Stalin. Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's just it's so out of place. Like, is that something from the Japanese that they just translated 100 percent and then left in? For I, yeah, I reason? feel like they just didn't know how to like dub the scene, and they just went, "Well, we, we'll just do it." Because it's it's really weird. And then it it gets completely fucking undercut in a second flat after that. Because Ogamon just, like, punches the fish and goes to whack Joe on the head. And then Gomon just mentions, and other times they just have no chance. Yeah. It's like, nice. Uh, Nice, Gomamon. When he goes to whack Joe on the head, Gomamon's like, oh, you know what? Maybe I should digivolve. And we get the full Digivolve sequence, the whole thing, because we gotta fill time. Uh, and I'm guessing Joe is really glad that Grimmelman ate all their food now, because 
<laughs> Otherwise, they'd be so fucked. <laughs> um, so Ikakumon shows up, and then Ogamon just hits him with all of the punches. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> he he just, he literally punches Ikakumon in the face like twenty times. Yeah, it ain't fun. Which... Do- doesn't look pretty. No. Eventually, Ikakumon's just like, I'm over this, shoots him in the face with a torpedo, then Joe jumps on his back and they swim away. And Ogamon is just left standing there inside his crate. Uh, and he's but... like, come back here and I'll fight you. <laughs> I just kind of like that Ogamon finally realizes this plan doesn't really work ag- against, like, how am I going to get back to the <laughs> Yeah, like, he picked he picked the one Digidestin that has an aquatic Digimon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, you go back to Ikakumon and Joe, and Ikakumon's like, ooh, I'm tired, I can't do this, and he starts, like, sinking and turns back into Gomamon. Is it really that tiring to shoot off a single harpoon torpedo? Well, he I mean... Ikakumon for, like, 30 seconds. I mean, he ate, like, half a serving of trail <coughs> rations. It's not like he's had that much to eat. I suppose... Still, it seems like really short amounts of time. I mean, um, no, none of us can really know until we evolve into giant, like, narwhal mammoths. So, yeah, I suppose. I mean, I'm, I'm 28, that's gotta be coming pretty soon, right? <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 20, point, around yeah. 29 and a half, I hear, is when it really, like, it, the chances <laughs> start increasing. Um, so yeah, the two of them just, like, start sinking underwater and start, like, drowning. Because apparently Joe can't swim. Not surprised by that. Sounds like something Joe wouldn't be able to do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So we cut to Sora and Beomon on an island, and Sora is fishing for food, which Beomon is singing about it. Mm -hmm. She goes, Sora is fishing, like, three times. So it's a musical. Well, it's a musical written by four-year-olds, yes. Yes. <laughs> mm, yeah. <clears throat> um, so, Sora, like, hooks something. Which, oh, geez, I like this, though, because, like, the first thing we see of Sora after all this separation or whatever is her competently dealing with being stranded on a deserted area. <laughs> yeah. She's like, not just, like, panicking. Like, where is everyone? Like, everyone else. She's like, okay, gotta find a source of food, gotta find a source of water. Well, to be fair, you know? she's also, like, the only one with a, f- like, aside from Izzy, a flying Digimon. So she needs food to feed Beomon, who can then Digivolve, who can then fly around and help her find the others. Although point. I'm not sure, I'm not sure she's really all that bothered by finding the others. She's probably kind of glad to be rid of them because the others are kind of idiots. Yeah, as we'll see, <laughs> Sora is over everyone else in this episode. I mean, who can uh, blame her? So yeah, Sora hooks onto um, Joe and Gomamon and like pulls them out of the water, which is pretty impressive considering that your fishing line is a vine. I mean, vines <laughs> are pretty strong. Strong enough to lift like. A 12-year-old kid and his pet fish monster. Well, I mean, do you want me to go test this out right now? <laughs> so, Gomamon tells him, it's like, oh yeah, we ran into Ogamon and then, you know, we started drowning, but I, I hooked your line around okay, Joe and you fished so it just it just occurred to me as I'm watching <laughs> this and listening to it, um, that they play the sound of a mechanical reel being pulled in. It's yes. just trying to pull these in. They do. Um, 
<laughs> what? It's a property of the digital world. When you do something that's popular in media, it makes that sound. <laughs> <laughs> that's the laziest so, ex- explanation I've gotten for anything are you in a while. Like there is just <clears throat> wish fulfillment fully. I mean, we've sh- we've already shown there is wish fulfillment just in the digital well, true, world in general. Like- so maybe it's just like Sora doesn't really okay. know how fishing works, and she just thinks that's the sound that's made when you fish. So that's what happens. Clearly, clearly, it's a ratcheting vine, and when it stretches, it makes ratchety noises. <laughs> oh yeah, Digivine. Yeah, we have those. Australia's <laughs> weird. <laughs> the Gurumon's like, I'm worried about Joe's confidence because you know he just got like beaten up by an ogre again as so well. We should like... make. We should make him the leader of our group. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, what? Joe should feel bad about getting beaten up by an ogre like three times the size. That's yeah, I yeah, know, right? Like multiple things here. A, yeah, we we kind of like get on Joe's case a lot as a character because he's down and everything. But to be fair, he's like he is a twelve-year-old in this fucking alien world, not coping well with everything around him. I get it. I've been there, <laughs> but. <laughs> So before they even have a chance to, like, discuss this, Joe wakes up and Sora's like, Joe, what are we going to do? You should be the leader. I like how there's no, like, Joe probably has no clue what's going on or why Sora is suddenly here and why he's suddenly on land. Mm. It's just like, hey, you got to be the leader. What? Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to be the leader. And then Gomamon says, hey, remember that time we fought the Unimon? And Joe's like, you're right. I'm the brightest one here! It's like even Sora just goes, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. (laughs) Sora's like, dude, right here. This logic is kind of like, I don't know, it's like taking someone who's severely, like, damn near suicidally depressed, who works in, like, a greeting card manufacturer, and then deciding they need a chirp, I'm gonna put them in the Valentine section. (laughs) (laughs) And then just telling them, like, when they go, I don't know if that's the right department for you, hey, don't worry. Yeah, it's fine. Remember, you've been in love before. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I, hmm, just like, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> I love the turnaround from like, I'm not brave, I can't be the leader. And then Gomamon's just like, hey, remember that time you fought that unicorn? And he's just like, I'm the fucking best there is. Yeah. the fuck off, everyone else. It's like, yes, to be fair, that was pretty good of Joe at the time. But also... That's one moment compared to everyone else who's had multiple moments by now, except for maybe And Gomamon's like, remember that time you fought the Unimon? When I think what Gomamon meant to say was, remember that time I fought the Unimon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because the kids don't do shit beyond well, recklessly endanger their lives. Like, Joe actually did make some attempts. I suppose. But it's not the same as, like, Ty taking a pole to a giant turtle Digimon. <laughs> or just tie like later on when there's more Bakemon in a later episode, he jumps on top of a Bakemon, but he just like starts beating the crap out of it with his fists. Which, what, to, like, we don't, you wouldn't like, think take away you wouldn't Joe's think that should be effective. Yeah. Well, no, that they're, they're ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Have you punched the ghost? You don't know if it's effective or not. Yes, I have, but the the trick is you have to hone your mental energy um, with some sort of a totem. What if my totem is my fist? What if my totem is a digivice? 
Yes, I think both of those things would work. <laughs> uh, is that what the um the main character from Data Squad? I was about to say, because like that. He, huh, he I, punches Digimon and it makes his Digimon light up. But totems are from Frontier. Hmm. Uh... <laughs> I, I, I think we're just breaking everything around us. We need to get back. <laughs> Consistency isn't this show's strong suit. No, but it's definitely not ours either. <laughs> so the group hears like a bell off in the distance. And they're like, what was that? And there is just like a church on top of this cliff. And how did Beomon and Sora not notice that earlier? Well, it's it, a giant church. It's it was kind of blurry when they first focused on it. I wonder if maybe it's just really foggy, and this is the first time the fog's cleared. Maybe, but Beomon's like, "Ooh, I'll go check it out," and then Sora's just like, "No, no, 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 no." Joe's the leader. Let him tell us what to do. <laughs> and then, which I prefer them. to, I prefer to interpret that as, "No, no, Beomon, it could be dangerous. Let's let Joe like stumble into the danger <laughs> yeah. first. I'd rather keep you safe." <laughs> yeah. You're the one who can fly. You're gonna like if shit goes down, you just digivolve and we get in the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, now, now quickly, then, just because we do this all the time, where did the church come from? What's its real world, world analog? Um, because I've been racking my head. I don't know how um, to apply that. Uh, yeah. A collected like the remnants of collected recordings of televangelist performances or just like religious texts what dead sea scrolls org like yep <laughs> well like like i used to run exactly. audio for my church in my hometown like and okay. recently like i say recently it's been like 10 years but at some point they started like recording this stuff on audacity and like Putting it online, so yes, well, but this is nineteen ninety nine. I can also see many... it being just like, <clears> hmm, <throat> hmm. There's something church related. Yeah, I, I, well, I, I, I can take like audio broadcasts of some sort of like evangelical nature, and that being some or just sermons. That... But yeah, I've got a question: Are churches like this something you ever see in Japan? This looks like a really Western thing. It is the case say, where, like... I'd say probably not. It's it's the weird thing where, like... <clears throat> I can't imagine you would have an old-style church like this in a country there, like, that wouldn't there are have had any Christian in, churches. There are for, actually, like, Until some, 200 years ago. Yeah, like, there, there are definitely a lot more modern um, Christian churches in Japan. Um, and Christianity yeah. is a thing there as well, to some degree. But it's... This is definitely along the lines of when... Uh, say in like any American cartoon when they just see a temple in the middle of like right. Midwest America it's the same yeah. way as Japan likes to kind of take a lot of Christian imagery because to them it's cool and weird and exotic right because that's what's throwing me is this looks like something I could stumble on stumble upon in a field like 20 miles out of my where I live right now yeah, and yeah that's meanwhile, not like, 200 300 year old stone church yeah. Meanwhile, like, <laughs> the equivalent is, you know, uh, like, uh, some shows they'll just have, like, hey, here's the random Shinto temple that we have in right. town. For no reason. 
Now you say that, but I'm pretty sure that my town has one of those. I mean, again, Australia is weird. Australia is kind of the <laughs> digital world in terms of how weirdly mashed up it is. And also the and also the crazy monsters that really shouldn't exist. Yes. Yes, those two. Yeah, like the birdies um, and the spiders. And the wombats. So, when they're walking up the hill towards the church, Joe's like, alright, let's do this. And he starts like a fucking marching chant. Yeah, like military marching chant, which even like Oh Joe, why? Like why even Joe? Sora's sick of it real quick, and I don't blame her. Yeah. Uh so they get to like the church and they're like around the side of it, and Sora's like, you know, I feel like we've been here before, getting like deja vu. And Joe says, Yeah, it looks like part of the island that broke away. Which I mean I thought that was pretty obvious. Yeah, and also. more to the point, yeah, it's part of the island, but it's not a part you guys have been to before. Yeah, you never exactly. stopped by a church. Like, and Joe's like, you know, so well, since this was part of the island, that means our friends are probably going to be here, and they would obviously go towards this church. It's not the <laughs> worst assumption. Sora's just like, that's a pretty big assumption, but it's not the worst. Yeah, like, like, shut up, I'm like, the leader. People being in the church, sure. Like, if anyone else is on this island, they're probably going to go to shelter. Yeah, that's fair. Some, Assuming, some sort of yeah, all our friends must be there is a bit much. Taking that a bit far. Yeah, but yeah, Joe also starts getting real, like, goddamn egotistical, <laughs> real quick. Yeah, he's like, "I'm the leader, Sora. Shut up." <laughs> when he walks off, Sora's just like, "We've created a monster." <laughs> and Gomamon goes, "You think a black gear got him?" <laughs> that's such a fucking like that's a good rough chuckle from Gomon. like yeah I this terrible Gomon. like artificial substance which is infecting your species yes this has infected your partner because he's being kind of weird and bad <laughs> so um they get to the side of the church and Joe still has his weird like army talk it's fucking annoying and he j- Joe's, like, obviously scared, and he's like, oh, I don't really want to open the church, but then they're like, you're the leader, why aren't you opening the church? He's like, fine, I'll do it, and he walks around, he pokes his head around the corner, and there's just a whole crowd of regular-ass people wearing creepy masks, dancing. Yeah, to describe for the view of the mask, so, like, okay, imagine just a regular person, and they're wearing, like, um, flesh-toned mask, like, nothing... Like, that goes over the head like a hood, but, like, masked with string that wraps around your head. And on the front of it is Not just... Not paper, either. It's, like, a ceramic mask. Yeah, and it's got, like, very big, like, <clears throat> doll smile with big, like, cartoonish white with black dot in the middle eyes. Yeah, it's, like, like a strange non-human monster would represent a person's face. I don't know, Tyler, that's a big assumption you're making. Shut up, I'm the host. <laughs> God damn it, our attempt to improve his confidence backfired. <laughs> um, so yeah. And they see this big group of people, and Sora's like, wow, it reminds me of how... Oh, Joe run- first runs back and tells, there's like a whole fucking group of people here, it's so weird. And Sora just goes, oh, it, it's kind of like it's Halloween. And then there's a guy dressed as a priest with one of the masks on. He just, like, pokes his head into the frame and just yeah. goes, Halloween? <sighs> like, like, what's that? I just... 
Oh, it's so creepy. It's fuck. It's just ugh. Like, it's creepy. I like how kid, I like how unsettling. Yeah, I like how when Joe runs back to tell the others, like he's super freaked out or whatever, he still takes time to remark that they're dancing badly. <laughs> like, that's important enough to him to be catty to these guys. Yeah. He's gotta get so, in a fucking chuckle as well. The priest dude is just like, um Oh yeah, we're celebrating the Bakamon holiday. And he like takes them inside the church. And while this is happening, it's playing like creepy organ music. Which, you know, sends yeah. off some alarm bells. Yeah, <laughs> especially, like, maybe and they should have taken into account, like, that one little factoid about, you know, the digital world. The, the thing you'd see on, like, the no first... There's no fucking people there! Yeah, it's, that would be, like, the first, I don't know, page of the Lonely Planet Guide to the Digital World. There's never been another human being before, aside from you guys. And a group of, like seven kids who happen to look exactly like you when you put them into a silhouette. <laughs> yeah, let's all get into that. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll get there later. <laughs> but yeah. And the priest dude is like, uh, you arrived just in time for some fun. And Gomamon <laughs> says, hey, when you said Bakamon, did you mean, like, Lord Bakamon? The evil, horrible ghost king who, like, is a bad dude. <laughs> and he's like, why would you want to honor him? He's kind of a dick. And the priest guy just goes, like, he's like, you know, don't tell us what we're not allowed to honor. Because yeah, that's kind of, and then, again, just alarm bell after fucking alarm bell is going off. Very, here. very clearly, you know, evil. Like, that's kind <laughs> of like going, hey, do, don't you mean Lord Satan, Lucifer of Hell? Yeah, I heard he's a real jerk. Don't you say that about him, about Lord Morningstar? How dare you? I, I love the idea. To be that fair, his, I've his title I know of Lucifer I know of some of very hell. pleasant Satanists. So, like, let's. <laughs> I know, but excuse me. Like, if you we meet two devils in this show, and both of them are very much evil. Yeah, this is a very black and white show when it comes to devils. Well, to be fair, though, with the precedent that's been set, if like, every time the Digimon have said, oh, yeah, he's a good Digimon, they've been attacked. So clearly when they say, oh, he's a real bad Digimon, like, he should be bringing them cookies or something. <laughs> so Sora's just like, dude, we just want to know when the trick-or-treating starts. <laughs> and he's like, oh, so you're not afraid? And everyone's like, no, 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 we're all good. He's like, well, you should be, because it's a trick. <laughs> and, like, his mask cracks off. And yeah, and everyone's, and everyone's reaction is just like, Huh? What? Like, they're really not picking up what's going on here. <laughs> they're really like, deprived honestly, of food this... and any sort of logical sense. This was just... How could you not see this coming? It's the most obvious fucking really plot fucking point is. ever. So, every single person inside the church is a Bakamon. So, I've got a couple of questions for Gomamon here. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, he keeps calling him Lord Bakamon when clearly it's an entire race of Bakamon that all yeah. look identical. I, hmm. uh, but do they? I, I mean, mean, we do see there's a slight a... difference later on, but it's not huge. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, they're like, oh god, all these people are Bakemon. So they go to run the, outside the church. The and other all the people thing, outside the church are Bakemon. The other question. I have another question though. Like, he also says no one had ever seen Bakemon in his true form. <laughs> While there was a shot of what yeah, Bakemon looks like, like, like not even on a screen. or some like threatening figurative like image. Just that was straight up Bakemon. Shows what he looks like. Yeah. That's like saying, we have no idea what this warlord looks like, as he can be, be seen here in Exhibit A. Like, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. no! <laughs> like, it's just so stupid. So, Gomamon and Beomon are like, oh yeah, Digivolve! But they're too hungry. <laughs> um, so they just get, <laughs> the group just gets like a massive pile of Bakamon. <laughs> just jump on I them. Do, I do have to complain that the, uh, animation got real lazy here because when they run into the second group like they don't even bust out of their human disguises it just like does a quick like three frame fade yeah, just, can we can we talk yeah, about how just fucking disturbing it is that up. these ghost digimon burst like balloons out of mm. their human disguises how do they put those on <laughs> i mean i assume they get really squished up they're just like sentient sheets floating sheets and did they know that, like, Sora and Joe were coming? Did Devimon tell them? I, I we met, didn't even mention it. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I'd have to Yeah, but so, well, I'm curious how much Devimon actually... Digimon. I'm curious otherwise if Dead... just these ghosts dressing like people for no reason. I like the... Well, I like the idea that Devimon told, made them dress up like that, but he didn't tell them why. <laughs> and they didn't even know what they're dressing up as. He's like, here, put on these costumes, and they're like, oh, it's so monstrous and hideous. So it's like the DM had to, like, had an emergency to attend to, so he got, like, his other friend who's also a DM to come into sub for him, but he didn't tell him anything why this is happening. <laughs> yeah. Just, um, yeah, okay, I've got this all written down, here are the enemies, here's the encounter, um, here's, like, a brief summary of the plot, and here are the characters' names go. What? What? Uh, okay. There is, a, there is a great line when they've got, like, the massive pile of Pokemon on top of them. Joe's like, ow, the pain. I'm allergic to pain. <laughs> like, yeah, there's some decent, like, B-tier <laughs> cartoon jokes here, which at least made me chuckle. That one did give me a bit of a chuckle. Because <laughs> that, that and the that and Gomon's fucking black gear joke were pretty good. Yep. Um, so the Digimon get thrown in a cell while Sora and Joe are tied up on an altar in the church. And the Bakamon are like they have enormous salt and pepper shakers with salt and pepper written on them <laughs> respectively, and they are just putting it on to Joe and Sora. Like, where? Where did they get them? Are these tangentially related to the fridge with eggs? Like, Well, what kills me is why salt and pepper? They're not over a fire. There's no indication <laughs> they're going to be cooked. <laughs> Adding salt and pepper. Because kids are dumb and they need to know things are going to be eaten. So how do we show that? Like, the salt thing would almost make sense as a, like, you know, reference to, like, demons and summoning circles and stuff, but... <laughs> no, but wouldn't I've never heard of... drive them away, though? This also confirms that, yes, some Digimon are very interested in eating children. Yeah, like, not even, like, a little bit. Not like, oh, they make do, or they just, like... Want to try the yeah, taste they're, of they're kids? Specifically preparing them to be eaten. Yeah, like even Sora's like, "Hey, you're not actually gonna like eat us, right?" Yeah, 
Yeah, well, we here's are. the thing. Nobody in the digital world has seen human children before, so they made the snap decision to eat these kids real quick. When you say it that way, though... <laughs> they might be toxic. No, but, Who knows? No, but when you say it that way, that's how we kind of you know, made the Galapagos giant turtle extinct. Well, have you heard about apparently that? because they were extraordinarily delicious. Well, yeah, they found it after they ate them. Like, they still <laughs> ate one, and then literally, like, all of the fucking diaries from the expedition were just about comparing the Galapagos turtle to different kinds of meat and butter and bread. See, at the, I mean, to be fair, at that point, like, we had a pretty good, um, we had a pretty good handle on, okay, animals, you can kill them and eat them, and most of them are tasty. What makes less sense, like, this is, like, whoever was the first person to eat cheese. <laughs> or you're like, the first person it's to this... eat an animal. Let's be honest here. Like, just eat a different species. I, I feel like there's an instinctual thing driving you to, you know, kill and consume other animals. You can see, like, other predators eating other animals, and you're like, oh, maybe I could go for that. I mean, like, it, in that case, then, the food chain makes sense. Ghosts do prey on children. This is a known <laughs> fact. But these are ghost Digimon. No, they're still ghosts. Like, do they prey on Digi children? Well, we, there's no Digi children in this world, so they got to make do. That's true. I, I don't know. I bet you there's a human somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's Jedi. <laughs> yeah, that's Jedi. Yeah. They no, no. Jedi, Jedi is explicitly just... not a Digimon. He's explicitly not human as well. How many humans do you know? that are like an old man, can split themselves into potentially hundreds of younger versions of himself. Let me tell you about the tall tales one of my older relatives tells about himself. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Jedi is just... What the fuck? We'll get to him in like three episodes. I just want to see Bakamon diaries about an expedition of just eating Jedi now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there'd been enough of him to, uh... Yeah, like, he could solve one. Yeah, like, they weren't gonna run him out of a... Yeah, they weren't going to run him out of extinction. <laughs> Just comparing Jedi to mutton and lamb and butter. <laughs> so we go back to Biomon and Gomamon, who are in a cell in, like, the basement of the church. And there's a Bakamon guarding the cell who has fallen asleep. And he's got, like, one of those stereotypical cartoon, like, sleep bubbles coming out of their nose. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really familiar with those when I first saw this show, and I was really confused by that. It's a very, like, specifically anime thing, which I think is translated into mm. more, cart- like, Western cartoons in general. Yeah. And Beomon and Gomamon are like, alright, we gotta trick this dude into letting us out of our cell. So, they wake him up by so Gomamon picks I, just up a, a rock just and a quick throws obs- it at his sleep bubble. Just a quick observation. Right. There's a bottle on the crate next to him. Are are we to assume that he was drinking on the job and passed out? Yes. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. He doesn't get to go to the feast. He gets stuck with shitty guard duty. I, I mean, I'm sure he's alive. I imagine that, yeah. Like, they through. just go, uh, well, sorry I can't come to the feast, Barry, but uh, here, have some wine. <laughs> Save you the good mm. stuff. What does a ghost drink? <laughs> yeah, that was going to be my <laughs> second question. Is Can ghosts get drunk? Like, drunk on power. <laughs> that, was a, that was an oddly <laughs> dark question. Like, aren't I safe? <laughs> like, but this uh, guy has no power. He's the yeah. lowest on the totem pole. He's also apparently really, really stupid. Yeah. Because 
yeah, Gurmorn and Beermon, they wake him up by throwing a rock at his little bubble thing and, like, pop it. Apparently that wakes him up. Oh, they don't even throw the rock at him. They just, like... <laughs> <laughs> they specifically target that bubble. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and they're like, come on, when's, when are you going to start taunting us? He's like, what? I haven't learned how to taunt people yet. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, it's easy. All you have to do is find out what we want and then don't let us have it. Gomon says, yeah, you know, like how we're really hungry. So show us some food, but don't let us eat it. <laughs> He's like, oh, I got some bananas with me. Which... So is Palmon just an idiot then, or... Because <laughs> <laughs> clearly other I mean, Digimon know what bananas are. To be fair, Palmon had never left that one specific area of the Digi-World for her entire That's life. That's never stopped any of them from claiming to know all sorts <laughs> of other be, shit. But also, like, Gomamon and Biomon are associated with, like, flying and swimming and, like... They must know other things, like, like Palmon's just a plant. She probably just stayed there, like a plant. Right, but yeah. if any Digimon should, like, okay, first of all, Biomon's form when she was on that little section of the yeah, island waiting a was a little plant thing, too. True, but we also see, like, there's a community of them, at least so far. <laughs> it's just one of those things... Also, these bananas are purple. I'm not sure if anyone else noticed that. I don't know why, but I just I kind of like that. It's like they needed to make spooky bananas, but they couldn't really make them black because then they wouldn't look edible, so they just made them purple. Spooky bananas. Yeah, because they're ghost bananas. <laughs> also, I can't get over how he pronounces bananas as bananas. He does. Yeah. It's like, I, we get it. He's, he's supposed to be a doofus, but come on. <laughs> but... He pulls out his bananas, and... Whoa, the two whoa, of them are getting like... a bit, uh... <laughs> phrasing! Phrasing, phrasing. Bakamon whips out his bananas. God, fucking... Yeah, he lifts up his sheets <laughs> and he pulls out the bananas. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And then approaches the two young, innocent Digimon in a cell. He, he parts the Komodomon, so to speak. Oh, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um... Although, in this case, since he's just a sheet ghost, there wouldn't be anything underneath it. That you know of. Yeah, you ever seen? Maybe that's the true form of Bakamon no one's ever seen. Oh god, it's, it's a sec- It's a sexy lady up. under there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just straight up is wearing a sheet. Like, it's not what he looks like, he's just wearing a sheet over the top. He's shy. <laughs> <laughs> so, he... The two... Digimon are like, come closer, you can't taunt us from that far away. Yeah, we can't see to be able to see the food. So he walks up to them, and they obviously just beat him up and eat the food. I like how there's no actual subtlety. Like, they just straight up grab his arms, pull him against the the cell bars, and then just beat the crap out of him and take the food. And then it it very conveniently cuts to an artistic shot of, like, just effects yeah. because they yeah. didn't want to actually animate them beating him up yeah because that actually may, yep. might require some like effort and time to animate people you know <laughs> throwing punches through a bar so we go back to the kids on the altar and the bakamon are like chanting and it's so 
so bad. Like, what, what are they chanting? Be our food. We're scary ghosts. We like to boo. Now it's time to chew that on you. Make any like they struggled. They str- really struggled to come yeah. up with a chant, and they're like, "It'll do." Yeah. So the massive group of Bakamon start like flying in circles and they, they, being all creepy and weird. The chant chanting. is as bad as a like a uh, like a fan creation based on Nightmare Before Christmas. Like they're not they're no <laughs> Danny Elfman, so they're gonna just try their best to be spooky and you know whimsical. But it's and when you bad. say try their best, like quit on attempt three. Yeah, yeah. When I say try the best, I mean like if give that. it five minutes of effort. Yeah, it's like they saw the deadline was that day, and they're like, you know what? We're done with this. Let's yeah, focus more like, on yeah, yeah, Okay, like okay, okay. Rhyming, okay. Rhyming dictionary. What words? What words are ghosty and rhyme with food? Uh, boo, it's, boo. That's it, close, it, right? It, it is like um a school, like a. You know, school productions putting on their version of Nightmare Before Christmas for the stage, but there's too many kids for to, for the cast, so they make an extra scene involving ghosts, and they have to write their own song for that scene. And the person writing it just really, really, really couldn't give a shit. Just does not. Care just phoned it in. So the big group of Bakemon turn into one giant Bakemon. Well, I'm guessing as Lord Bakemon. Yeah, because he has like giant claw hands. So wait, does that mean like? Lord Bakuman is some sort of like composite thing, and like all of those individual Bakuman were, oh, excuse me, all those individual Bakuman were Lord Bakuman. This makes no sense, and I don't believe is ever revisited again. Or was this a DNA digivolution? Oh God! <laughs> oh God! Thirty Digimon between thirty Bakuman even... to form bigger Bakuman. <laughs> they don't even go up a stage. They're still just the same. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's an ultimate level. We don't know. Well, I mean, he gets beaten up by he's two bigger Pokemon, like He a could be a really Pokemon. shitty ultimate level. <laughs> <laughs> Probably gets beaten up by Gold Numamon. Oh, God. That would, that would be the worst. Like, that would suck. Wouldn't it just be horrible? Um, Although you'd learn a lot from so, that. As soon as he shows up and he's got like his big scary claw hands, which are really weird, um, we just get like the Digivolve sequence. And yeah, I guess those. I guess those claw and Bergermon, like, Those claw up. hands are like coming through the sheet, so yeah, clearly there's something under Ooh. there. It's still a sexy lady, but now she's blue. Yep, and she has claw hands. Yep. Well, That's yeah, you said King. she was sexy. Yeah, right. Thank, thank you, Joel. Come on, <laughs> get with the program. So, Ikakumon and Bergeron like burst out of the floor, um, and then the kids are just like, "Yeah, we're fucking out of here." They just run. <laughs> I I, pr- I appreciate that. That's that's honesty. Like, yeah, that's 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 what I would do. Yeah. Hey, big narwhal mammoth and giant phoenix bird with weird teeth. You do the fighting. So here's a question though. They were still tied up. And then they we smash cut to them running away. So did like Bergeron have to awkwardly untie them with her talons or what? How did that happen? Mikakumon just got really lucky when bursting out of the floor and his horn cut the ropes. Yeah. And he he like just barely missed impaling Joe. Yeah. 
Like just ever so barely. I mean, when you think about it, if all the Digimon's attacks were maybe a millimeter off in either direction, this show would turn out very badly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Togemon has been shown in Try to crash a helicopter by using her fucking needle spray. Well, I mean, the needles go everywhere. You can't aim that shit. In every direction. She does the one where she spins, like, in a circle, and they go 360 degrees needles. Bad day for the... She she makes a helicopter crash. Bad day for the Channel 5 news uh, traffic copter. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Joe narrowly avoids being killed. (laughs) <laughs> and I specified Joe because I'm sure Sora was fine. <laughs> um, so Ikakumon and Bergeron are like, yeah, we'll take you on, Bakumon. And Bakumon just does not give a shit. He just, like, grabs the harpoon torpedo and throws it away and just, like, doesn't get hit by the meteor I mean, wing. Aside from Ogamon, who had it like who uses like a big club which he sometimes uses two handed and like keeps the other fist closed at all times, I might add. Like this is the first time that he's actually fired the harp the his harpoon torpedo at a Digimon with hands and opposable thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it's but he just he doesn't dodge the meteor wing. He just like floats there and it doesn't hit him. <laughs> It's like, Bergeron, is your aim seriously that shit? I mean, it's like an AoE attack in, like, an RPG MMO. They just misclicked a bit to the left. <laughs> so, Joe and Sora are, like, hiding behind some gravestones. And Joe's like, I saw this TV show by a physicist who says that repeating a no, phrase no. will help you focus your mind <laughs> over... God, this Roman... What did I miss? Roman, like, physician... Said, was it? I thought he said physicist. Is it physicist or physician? Well, the the Roman subtitles something. say physicist, but who knows? The subtitles never know what they're talking about. Is this true? Uh, so he says, repeating a phrase will help us focus on making Bakamon lose his power. Um, Joe got incredibly lucky here, because it just so happens that Bakamon draws his power from fear. If it was literally any other Digimon in all of creation, they would be unbelievably fucked. Just imagining fucking Metal Seedramon, go away. Metal Seedramon, go away. That's not gonna fucking work. It's not gonna work, mate. Sorry. So I don't know, Metal Seedramon kind of struck me as an idiot. He might have just done True. it. It kind of reminds me, like, this chant of theirs, it reminds me of the chant, um... Uncle does from Jackie Chan Adventures, which I kind of fucking love because it literally just translates <laughs> to, you know, bad spirits and ghosts, please go away. <laughs> well, funny story about this. I'm looking on the wiki page for this episode right now, mm-hmm. and it says in the Japanese episode, Joe's mantra that he chants uh, is like some, I can't pronounce this, but backwards, it's Japanese for can do tests well, can do mysteries well. 100 points, perfect score, big happiness. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's, it's all less... of, it's just some of Joe's favorite things. It's. Yes. <laughs> it's what Joe wants in life. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, and just, and because uh, I actually did have to, just want to double check if I was correct. Yeah. The Jackie Chan Adventures famous Yumo Gui Gui Fighties Owl uh, chant for Uncle literally just translates to spirits, demons, ghosts, monsters, quickly leave. 
<laughs> well, it's it's to the point. Yeah. Now, while they're doing this chant, and Joe's like, a little help here, Sora. Uh, he's just chanting, Bakamon, lose your power, by the way. That's all he says. Mm-hmm. We don't get the 100 points, perfect score, big happiness, unfortunately. <laughs> he sounds like a pachinko <laughs> machine. Like... It does. Um, he's like, a little help here, Sora. And Sora's like, oh, here, you can use my hat. And she like takes off her hat and he starts using it as like a drum. Yes, Sora, that will that will help. That will absolutely um, help. <laughs> but I was under the impression that Sora's hat was like soft fabric. Yeah, because it just sounds like a helmet. I didn't think it was a helmet. It's like imagine you're talking to someone and they just like knock on their like or something falls on their like baseball cap and it sounds like a hard hat. It's like what? Oh. Well, she hasn't she hasn't washed it in at least a week. <laughs> oh god. The wiki page agrees with me. Continuity errors. <laughs> in this episode, Sora's hat is rigid like a helmet, though in the later episode, Flower Power, her hat is shown to be soft like fabric. I So there you go. In like 20 episodes time, I'm right. <laughs> I, you know what? I think Honestly, if you, I think if we time, wait, we're all right or wrong, or both. Yeah, I think if we, I think if we all wait long enough, every ridiculous thing we've said will be correct at some point. Just like science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're repeating all this stuff, and Joe's banging on Sora's hat with a stick, uh, and Bakamon starts shrinking. <laughs> And then Bergeron and Ikakumon just like blow him up. Yeah, Joe just stops chanting and is like, "Hey, ha, we win." <laughs> it's like, no, oh, Joe, keep no. So, two things about this: apparently, uh, there was a scene removed in the dub. So it says on the wiki page, dubbing changes. The English dub removes a brief clip of Lord Bakamon being impaled by Ikakumon's <laughs> harpoon torpedo before he explodes. Okay, fair enough. I well, uh, yes and, and also, yes and no, because like Power Rangers uses footage of monsters getting impaled by the uh, Dragon Lance quite a bit. <laughs> like we once <laughs> got also, a sh- we once got a shot of the camera tracking through the the hole in the monster's stomach. Oh right, yeah, cool. Yeah, if that was okay, I don't see why this wouldn't be. <laughs> but this is also like straight up the first Digimon they kill. That's yeah, true, he blows, actually. He yeah. blows the so hell kill up. Kill counter one. <laughs> Although, to be fair, this is the first... track oh. of this way back in, like, episode two. This is the first kill. This is also the first, like, overtly evil Digimon they fought, though. Like, all the other Digimon have either been just neutral and grumpy, or, like, infected with something. Yeah. Except and for Ogremon. Yeah, but even Ogremon's not evil so much as just really unpleasant. True, he's he's a lackey. Because yeah, we'll we'll find out a long, evil, long he just really, really doesn't like <laughs> Yeah, we'll find out a long, long time from now that he's mostly just an unpleasant guy who's never had anyone be nice to him. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they blow up Ikakumon. Not Ikakumon. What the fuck is oh, wrong? With wait, that. <laughs> And Bakamon. that's the end of Digimon, folks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yes, Gomamon's dead. dead. There is no more. Joe falls into a sad depression. The team breaks up and Devimon Ty takes gets drafted universe. into the war. Matt becomes local <laughs> mayor. <laughs> they part ways. 
Mimi's never heard from again. <laughs> TK starts a religion. <laughs> Izzy just keeps typing on his computer and doesn't really notice that the others have left. <laughs> Izzy never talks to another person again. <laughs> Sorry. And that's the end of Digihouse. <laughs> so then the ground just splits open and shows like a shitload of black gears everywhere. Uh, and they all oh, also Kakumon and Bergeron laugh, and Bergeron's laugh is horrifying. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, wow, that is Tyler. You have to put the sound clip of the laugh in yeah, right now. It's it's pretty bad. I was originally going like, yeah, I'll probably have to use the shitty chant. That the Bakamon do, but then I heard that and I'm like, nope. Yeah, that's, that's the soundbite. <laughs> Done. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this island doesn't get to have the gears turned backwards. So I guess, like, <laughs> from now on, Infinity Island is just going to be. File Island is just going to be missing <laughs> a big chunk. Is this what happens when <laughs> files get corrupted? I guess. <laughs> Like, you just lose part of it, like, when you put in, like, a memory card into a computer with your photos on it, and, like, there's just a couple of photos that are gone, it's like, oh, I wonder what happened there. Did I'm still extremely disappointed that the anime never mentioned the fact that there is another island nearby called Folder. <laughs> <laughs> I still think that, like, I don't know if File Island is actually an English pun on Fire Island. No, it's file. No, but no, like but then the, you're file. mixing up the L and R. Well, I mean, hey. considering that there is a folder island and a server. Continent. I know, but I just yeah. Part <laughs> I feel like that's just. I feel like that's just a coincidence. It's gotta yeah. be. My my just horrible <laughs> deranged mind can't help but like piece it together that way. Yeah. So instead of their island getting to go back towards Infinity Mountain and rejoining everyone else. Instead, they get to fly and swim away on Bergeron and Ikakumon. And I assume lucky. that, yeah, I assume <laughs> that landmass starts sinking into the uh, ocean immediately because those black gears are the only things keeping it going. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is wrong with File Island in general? Is the whole island just hollow? Yeah, it's completely it's completely gears? powered by gears. Yeah, it's like Matanui from Bionicle. <laughs> You know, in retrospect, weird reference. In retrospect, a Bionicle reference on this podcast makes all the sense in the world, but I, I didn't see it coming. In the weird I, fucking Bionicle knowledge I have for eleven I episodes, did not expect a Bionicles reference. I can read the Bionicle <laughs> when language. I woke up this morning. Wow, I was deep into that shit. I mean, they were cool. I owned like three, yeah. and I saw the movie, but. I bought rare I, masks. I owned I owned one yeah, yeah. I owned one set of three that combined into a bigger one, and my buddy owned the other set, and then we'd make them like what colors? What do colors? Little gear. Set? Um, I had the white one and the. Okay, uh, so you got so you have Kapaka, Liwa, and oh um, Gali. Meanwhile, yes. so they so they had Tahu, Onua, and um, Pohatu. Yes, yes, exactly. I was just about to say yes. that. <laughs> yeah. Was on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> Did you ever get the golden Kanohi? Well, at least, at least now we know the um, origin of your obsession with gunpla. Hmm. <laughs> Shit. 
Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, not, I'm not acting here. You might have actually stumbled upon something shit. <laughs> uh, I, 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 keep going. I need to, I need to think for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, I never bought any of like the because didn't they do have like blind bagged masks or something you oh, could get for yeah. them? Yeah, yeah, they did, and I actually would spend time like feeling the masks like depraved, you know, degenerate in the stores to see if I could tell which ones were inside. I was usually oh, right. I do that. I do that these days with the um, blind bag minifigs they do. So yeah, you don't have I, to defend yourself here. <laughs> this I, is a safe place. Funny, funny tangential story because it would be a co- podcast, and frankly, you've been pretty on topic for the most part. Yeah, the, um, yeah, we need to take this thing off the rails weird. a bit. So yeah, um, funny story about that. Uh, so my dad, of all people, got way into Lego minifigs. I don't know why. It's really charming and cute. Cause he's They're like, really cool. <laughs> well, yeah, but also, like, at, at this point, like, what, it was, like, a few years ago? Like, he would have been, like, mid-50s, this mid-50s Chinese New Zealander guy. Very, like, just maximum dad. Just, he is the most dad dad ever. <laughs> and, like, just super- Mega-level dad. And, like, uh, well, I'll put it this way. When I first brought my girlfriend when we uh, were first dating around to meet my parents- he was literally, like, waiting in the front room, and the second he, like, heard the front gate open, we could see him in the window, he picked up a newspaper he had set up next to him, unfolded <laughs> it, pretended to read it, and folded his legs. Yes! <laughs> wow. So, yeah. That's what I call warp dad evolving. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's war dad, mon. <laughs> anyway, um, but, yeah, so, like... Uh, he was really into, he got deep into minifigs, this was early on, so he he didn't have full sets yet, and he kept, um, I think this was around the time when, like, it was the holiday, uh, uh, set, where it was just, like, various characters from Halloween and, uh, Christmas and everything, and, uh, on Christmas, like, day, oh, actually, no, uh, before Christmas, we usually have, like, a Christmas lunch with, uh, all the family before Christmas to get out of the way, and... Uh, during that, we're giving out pre- early presents, and he got a couple presents from um, some of some of his kids because uh, he's my stepdad. And um, there were like three Lego minifig packs. He opened them, and I was like, "Nothing special." Like he all ha- he had them all. The only one he was missing though was Santa. And so, <laughs> like, I had a day. Like, I it was um I think either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day itself. I think Christmas Eve because he was still at work, and he works nearby, so. Uh, I popped out to the local mall, uh, which is within walking distance of me. I went to the Kmart and just spent half an hour there amidst all like the sales shoppings, just feeling the bags, looking kind of horrible. Let's be honest here. You don't want to see a young adult just like fondling plastic bags of toys, <laughs> stopping the children from buying them, I might add, just before Christmas. And so that I did that and spent like half an hour doing that until I think I felt, well, I saw myself, but I was about to say, before I think I felt Santa's sack in the bag. (laughs) Uh So, I then, I did, I only had enough change in my pocket, because I forgot to bring my wallet, for that one pack, so I went, screw it. Bring on the chance. So I bought it, went back home, by the time I got home, he'd just come home for lunch from his work, and so I gave it to him as my Christmas present, and lo and behold, it was fucking Santa Claus inside. (laughs) <laughs> and all you had to do was touch Santa's yes. sack. It's a small so price I can't remember. Like I happiness. should mention at this point that the episode's over. Yeah, so we're allowed to go on a tangent. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I I don't remember the name of it, but there is actually a website devoted to every new release of those minifig packs and telling you how to find them all. Like it'll tell you what the unique, <laughs> what the most unique items in each one is to feel for. And yeah. I'm surprised they haven't started selling them in like hard plastic cases to prevent that. I think that's a cost issue. Yeah, like I'm I'm sure they don't like Lego themselves don't give a crap because yeah. they don't get any money from the secondary market for these things anyway. So, and like, it's true. oh god, my dad's Lego. Like, there's something in my family. I don't know what it is because my sister's really into Lego to the point where she buys a crap load, and she got my dad into it, and it got to the point where he, when he was visiting her because she lives in the UK, uh, my parents went to visit her. He went to Lego <laughs> store there and he bought enough that he actually got. He also bought membership at the Lego store in the UK. Nice. We live in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so just whenever he visits her, just in case he wants to stop by Lego store, that way he'll be insured he gets a discount. <laughs> nice. That's... He bought a display box for the minifigs. Wait, how much does the membership cost? I assume it's like an annual thing. I don't know. I think I don't know honestly. Like I just know. I just saw it on their seat and went, "Why?" Because I want to. <laughs> I want to sit down and do the uh, do the calculations there about how much he'd have to spend, assuming like depending on how often he goes to make that membership <laughs> actually save him money. <laughs> I don't know. Like this is bad. This is as bad as me because I recently like went over the threshold to where I now get a five percent discount at the the hobby place I go to for my gun kits. That's because you have a problem. I'm not going to say well, no to that. I'm not going to deny it. I mean, <laughs> I'm past the first step. I know I have a problem. It's why I'm going to stop after I buy the my next kit. Now you say that. Yeah, I say but... that. Yeah, you can quit any time you want, of course. Right, yeah. right. It's funny as well. I did see that... Uh... <laughs> On your Twitter, you asked for a bunch of questions for the show. Yes, and I actually do have and questions. We got some. Mm-hmm. Let me just is is one of those questions <laughs> what cartoon characters you want to bone down on? Because I've already I mean, answered that, that one. That's my question, goddammit. <laughs> in that specific <laughs> fashion, thank you very much. Can't ask your own question in your own podcast. <laughs> that is that. a weird it's recursive fucking Ouroboros snaking his own tail bullshit. I asked a joke question because <laughs> someone already asked that question in an actual question-like manner for your podcast, Teenage with Attitude. And then I joked about it like that, and now you're asking me as a joke on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was said, and now it just, like, it has a mind of its own. Recursive references, that's the one thing I bring to this thing. It's become a Digimon. It's the, like, which cartoon character would you want to bone down on, Mom? Honestly, I just also like the phrase bone down on. (laughs) It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, anyway. I mean, it's it's way better than just fuck. (laughs) I don't know when you pronounce it. I mean, not if you say it like that. Yeah. Not if you just say fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we we got a few questions on your. Yeah, I actually. Yeah, yeah, this time people want ingrates and they actually, like, responded to my tweet asking for questions. Um, At Gatsby Low, (laughs) by the way. You threatened to go back to Yahoo Answers. Yes. uh, Well, that's the thing. I issued a challenge. Either you don't make me go back to the depravity of Yahoo Answers, or you be worse than Yahoo Answers. Frankly, none of these really touch upon that, sadly. I'm a little disappointed in that. No. But, um, okay. I, 
Should I, you know what? There's actually quite a few that I might have to like trim this down to maybe two or three because I know how long <laughs> we can talk about this shit for. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, our Digimon. Con- this is from uh Polly on Twitter. Uh, my friend. Are Digimon considered living given their digital nature? I, I feel mean, like I kind of brought this up at one point. By definition, yes. Isn't the whole thing that they are living data? Yeah. But is it? But is it living in the same sense? Because like their data that gets recycled and reincarnated, unless when they're dies. unless they're in the real world, in which case they just dissolve. Which, but I mean, the fact that they can die kind of shows that they're alive in the first place. But <sighs> my answer was that they're silicon-based life forms based on silicon chips. But. They're not. <laughs> it makes just as well, much sense as anything else. I guess that gets you into don't... a really weird, like, a really weird metaphysical question of, if we make an AI sophisticated enough, is it considered sentient? And once we get past that point, if we have sentient beings that are completely I mean, no mechanically powered, but intelligent, can we consider them alive? I'm going to reframe this question. Are Digimon bio-digital jazz, man? Yes. <laughs> okay. Absolutely yes. yes. Just check. Definitely. Cool. Okay. Um, so, we said it. Digimon do live. They are living beings. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm glad we could answer this very fucking Next question. question. Next question. Um, let me see. Which one should work? God, I, there's one I kind of want to ask, but it's really... I'll save it for next time, because it's just going to end up with me and Tyler just fucking going on about Kamen Rider. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, ser- like, I'm not joking. Kamen it will end so up good. being, like... Not because just we, we, we'll talk a lot about it, but because the actual scope of the question would require, like, maybe half an hour of discussion and deliberation. About Kamen Rider. Yeah, no, yes. Not even joking. <laughs> I'm not even saying this as yes, I want to do that, even though I do. It, it just will. I just know that. <laughs> um, okay. Why don't two mega... I actually, I should actually you know, preface this by who actually asked the question. Um, <laughs> this is asked by a follower I have, uh, Mindforged Manacles. Uh, I don't know, honestly. Like, they're just a follower of mine. So, But either way, the question is still valid. <laughs> still a valid question. Um, Alright, Jules fan. You- Yes, God, no. No one should be a fan of me. <laughs> um, uh, why don't two mega levels who digivolve together become a different level? They do. I, I honestly. <laughs> the answer to the question, I, I, they do. I forget. I'm really bad at remembering what the hell the actual evolutionary tree digivolution is. Well, it, it it the official tree ends at mega, but they have some really convoluted bullshit names for the handful so, of things that they go higher. Anything that's considered beyond mega is still occasionally referred to as mega. Is it is it like Super Saiyan where it's just like different forms of mega? Uh, no. Damn it! It's um, there is a level beyond mega classified in English. It's ultra. Okay. And which they, Japanese, which they, which super ultimate. Yeah, which I uh, once again maintain was stolen from like a twelve-year-old me. 
<laughs> a lot of the, the <laughs> a lot of the like ultra level Digimon, however, are just mega levels with a mode change. Like so, I have a like, list here. There are there are fifteen ultra level Digimon. So there's Armageddon from the movie. Then there's Arukadamon Ultra Mode, Belfamon Rage Mode, Chaosmon, Chronomon Dark Mode, and Chronomon Holy Mode. Then Daemon Ultra Mode. Gallant fighter, wait, Daemon, Fighter of the Nightmon? <laughs> <laughs> we used to give my brother shit uh, when we were younger, because his name is Daemon. Oh, people, no. They don't understand the fact that you can be named Daemon. They always think his name is Damien. What? So whenever he introduced himself, he would always say Daemon. So <laughs> we gave him shit because there is a Daemon <laughs> Yeah, people struggle with spelling Damon. Like, they always put down Damon. I mean, I say that, but then my last name is literally three letters. It is an actual word in the English language, and people still don't know how to spell it. Well, yeah. that that would be too easy if it's just the word. They assume that's a trick. I, I mean, p- part of it I'm going to apply to the fact that so, they do tend to spell it in a way which is extra Chinese, just because they look at me. Oh, God. Yeah, so like... Omnimon <laughs> is an ultra-level Digimon, by Which the one? Way. What? Omnimon. He is ultra level. Okay. Well, naturally, he so should be. So two mega levels combining become an ultra level okay. in this situation. Okay, we yeah. actually had, like, decently... Is... We had an actual canon answer. Yeah, that wasn't us just bullshitting. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Others that you might recognize, uh, Gallantmon Crimson Mode, mm-hmm. Imperial Dramon Paladin Mode, uh, and Susanoomon, who was from Frontier. Oh, so, Im- right. so Imperial Dramon Paladin mode isn't? I said that. Imperial Dramon Paladin oh, mode. Oh, somehow I just completely missed that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, that would be the most obvious example, I would think. Because <laughs> yeah, he's like the most bullshit overpowered Digimon there is. Yeah. Because not only is he uh, mode changed mega level Digimon. He is a mode changed mega level Digimon combined with an ultra level Digimon. Does that? So he's I'm like. He, so he's I'm like. Surprised he doesn't have his own category. Yeah, he should be like ultra level god ultra level <laughs> <Yes>. or something. <laughs> yeah. Does that super super ultra? Does that mean most mode change ultras are just Red Ranger Power Rangers who have battleizers? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Are Power Rangers Digimon? Yes. yes. <laughs> Morphing Grid is the digital world confirmed. I'm sorry, Luke, but it's true. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Just tying something that this theory he loves <laughs> to something he hates. Yeah. There's also All Force Vidramon Future Mode is oh, an ultra level okay. Digimon. Ta- 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 no, we're, we're actually heading into the wiki grid. Fucking like, dumb. we need to stop. Wiki <laughs> grid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So there's. Not that many, but they do exist. Okay, actual canon Next answer, question. and we actually answered the previous question pretty well, I might add. It wasn't just us having a two-hour discussion about, the, you know, the, I don't know, worth of life in the digital world. I mean, we can have that discussion if you want. I'm, I'm no, always no, prepared. No, no, no. <laughs> I, don't just want, I don't want this to end like the fucking second uh, renaissance, like in Matrix, no. <laughs> okay, so free will, as no. we define it as... God, no! 
is there a free will mon? <laughs> and we can just like is he a whale? Have them explain it. Yeah, for well, us? yeah, I, I saw that movie. It had a uh, Frodo in it. God damn it! <laughs> so, unless we have any other questions, I mean, I can't, the only other like, I only have two other questions, and one is the one that will take half an hour. Um, and the other few, I'll just like. I would rather save them for next time. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, that's fine. So if you have any other questions, you can send them either to Jules at Gatsby Low or to the show's Twitter page at Digital Moncast. And, you know, we'll probably read them out eventually. Please don't make me go back to I can't promise we'll always answers. be able to give a good canon answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like this is, a, this is a good first impression and then you got lucky we're just going to slide into like, Yeah, we're setting, a, we're setting a really high bar for ourselves here. <laughs> high bar like of somehow competence. Somehow dived into the wiki and came out with something worthwhile. That doesn't well... happen. Okay, worthwhile in regards to the context of a question asked being answered. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just want to make it. I just want to make the context. No, I'm not of saying worthwhile. Like I don't know, food or something like. <laughs> yes, the, it's one of the one of the requirements for basic human survival: food, shelter, yeah. and the Digimon wiki. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking bleak future. That's our cyberpunk dystopia. Augmented reality. You are constantly looking at the Digimon wiki. That would drive anyone insane. Believe me, I know. <laughs> You willingly do it! <laughs> it's worth it, because we need to find out if someone said 100 points, perfect score, big happiness. <laughs> well, none of yes, that does, that was so it's a fucking moot question. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I think that'll be us for today. Yeah, a surprisingly on-topic episode of this podcast. And yet it's still an hour and a half long. It's still longer than we usually run for. Well, we could probably trim, well, hey. trim down 20 minutes of me talking about Lego minifigs and Gunpla. We did have a, um... Did we break our record for Time to Rio? It was like 10 minutes? Yeah, that was actually surprisingly long. That that took a while. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that'll be us for this week. Uh, <laughs> listen in next week. See, I said listen this time. I'm good. Hey! <laughs> hey, and then you called attention to it, which kind of... <sighs> Kind of ruins it. Don't worry, I can edit it in post. Let him have this moment. <laughs> uh, so, I've been Tyler, and thanks to Joel and Jules again for coming on and talking I... Digi for like an hour and a half. For, for too long, well, I it mean, should actually be expected of adults to talk about Digi. Plus a half hour to of be... unrecorded Australian news celebrities. To be fair, I talk Digi pretty much constantly. You just happen to get an hour and a half of it on mic. <laughs> I mean, I was talking to one of my friends online, and he was like, I swear, a week talking with you, and I've talked about Digimon more than I have for, like, the last 12 years of my life. This is what my girlfriend <laughs> has to deal with, with tokusatsu, sports anime, and Gundam. Yeah. So, so they should make a sports Gundam tokusatsu. I'm just sort pretty of simple, sure just... I could actually list you something. Right. Like, this we need this is coming just, to an end because this is this is, this will stretch yeah, on. Just simplify your life, really. <laughs> I want to. So we'll be on next week. Um, bye. See you, everyone. <laughs> we got you. <ya. laughs> Way to go, guys! You got Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs>
Ha 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 